Greetings and welcome to the second season of Mindset Mantra. I'm Vanessa Siliazar, your host, and my aim for this podcast this season is to aid you in developing a growth mindset that will enable you to reach your maximum potential. Don't be scared of transformation. It can be an exciting process. In these challenging times, it's essential to concentrate on fostering a growth mindset that permits us to learn from our errors, accept difficulties, and persist in the face of adversity. Throughout each episode, we'll delve into topics such as resilience, creativity, leadership, mindfulness, and much more. Our guests will share their personal experiences, insights, and techniques for constructing a growth mindset that can help you conquer challenges, accomplish your objectives, and thrive in all aspects of your life. So come along with me on this journey and let's collaborate to establish a growth mindset that unleashes your full potential in Season 2 of Mindset Mantra. and welcome to this episode of Mindset Mantra. On the podcast today is our guest, Lois Hollis. She is a shame, guilt educator, counselor, filmmaker, and author. Welcome to the show, Lois. Oh, thank you so much. And it's so nice to hear someone saying the shame, guilt educator, because it took a long time for somebody to say, oh, well, we don't talk about that. But (laughs) Anyway, that's the main problem. So I didn't want to take away from using the terms of what I do because everybody wanted me to be a happiness coach or a joyful coach or a success coach. I said, but if you don't get rid of the shame guilt, it ain't going to happen. So why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit more about yourself? Well, I started out as a nurse. Well, I'm still a nurse. You know how it is you're, if you're a nurse or a teacher, you're always a nurse and a teacher. Well, that's 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 very true. And I was um, very successful. I started the first kidney hemodialysis unit in the country in USA. And that brought in a lot of um, new ideas and new things and also a viable solution to kidney failure. And... As things moved on, hemodialysis became very expensive. So I was able to help teach people how to do dialysis at home. Now, I don't think they have too much home dialysis because um, there's more money available. And also the time on the dialysis, I think, is three to four hours, where it used to be six to eight hours. Oh, wow. So um, times have changed. But... It gave me the um, the idea that I I I see myself as a trailblazer. You know, going you know how they ask for your bio and you go, well, now that I look backwards on my life because I'm 70, 79, and it's it's been interesting, but it carries a theme where I'm a trailblazer. Like I first started out with open heart surgery in its infancy about 60 years ago, and then on to hemodialysis and so forth and so on. So I've always seen myself seeing a need for something and no one taking care of it. So 
I said, well, I must do it. And that's what happened with Shane Gill. Um, I was very sick at one time. Go ahead, Ness, you had something to say. So why do you say shame, guilt, and not shame and guilt? Okay, this is the reason. You know how a coin has heads and tails, but it's still a nickel yeah. or it's still a dime, but it has heads and its tail, and that's shame, guilt. See, shame makes more guilt, and guilt makes more shame. It's one package, but it has two faces. You'll never, ever, ever get rid of guilt until you resolve the shame that's causing the guilt. And I hope that makes people less guilty. <laughs> so how, how do we release shame guilt from our personalities? We can do that, okay? But first, we have to be smart. We have to understand what we're dealing with. You know how Sansun says, know your enemy? Yeah. Well, we have to view shame guilt as an enemy. And that's our only offender of consciousness. And that's why we need the positive mindset, which you're so good at. But it's a fight all the time to keep it. And the fight is you're fighting against shame guilt. So I'm saying, can we get rid of the shame guilt? And then it's a little bit easier please. <laughs> so that's where I'm standing. I'm saying you're great with what you're doing and everybody else is, but it's always, oh, it's a struggle. And we don't, if you don't know what you're struggling against, you're not going to get rid of it. So how does someone identify their shame guilt? And never say there, never own shame guilt. Say the shame guilt. And everybody says that 100%. So you're right in line. But I'm helping you to change your mind reference. It's the shame guilt. I don't own shame guilt. I don't want to own it. It's not mine to own. They tell me it is. Like the church tells me I should have guilt so I can repent for my sins. The government tells me this. And my boyfriend tells me this, my girlfriend tells me, everybody uses it. That's why we don't know it is wrong because it's so much out there. We feel it's common. It's very common, but it's not normal. Okay, now that's a whole big concept. Shame <laughs> guilt is not normal. Why would God give us such a horrible, negative shame guilt? when we are beautiful, perfect beings. It's not normal, it's common, duh, yeah, but it's not normal. So that means we can get rid of it, okay? Now, shame, guilt, shame is in the unconscious mind and guilt's in the conscious mind and we can see that because shame, but guilt is like right there in front of you, leading the way but it's still the same energy. We have two nervous systems that empty into one nervous system and the unconscious is one and the conscious is the other, but it's still the same energy. Mm -hmm. 
And the reason I make such a big deal about saying shame, guilt, because then your mind tends to focus on shame, guilt. Because some people say shame is bad and guilt is good. And then your mind separates and you can't focus to attack it. And you being a mindset coach, you can understand that if your mind's not all together on one thing, you're not going to get there. Right. And I think the way someone can identify the shame guilt that is with them, that they don't own it, that they're just carrying it is through shadow work, digging deeper to uncover it and heal that part. So then it doesn't have any flame left. Exactly. You're exactly right. Because shame guilt is the gasoline you throw on a tr- on on the fire mm-hmm. and that's why the traumas oh i can't get rid of trauma you're always going to have trauma experiences you're going to have nightmares it's never going to end well it will never end because shame guilt is fueling it so i'm saying can we just get rid of the shame guilt energy and then the trauma is a trauma yes you still have to work through it but it's not going to command your life I think a lot of people need to hear this. Yeah, and you're exactly right. And I'm very serious about that because I had um, a very bad um, time in my life in my 50s. I was dying because of um, severe scoliosis and my heart had a bad mitral valve and I had severe brain traumas. This is all from childhood abuse, but I didn't know about it until my 50s. We have an alarm clock inside of us and it goes off when it goes off. And my alarm clock went off when I was in my 50s and everything started coming down upon me. Well, luckily, I did find a wonderful healing chiropractor, shaman person who could put my body back together. But I still had to do the emotional work. And then Vanessa, someone said, Lois, what do you do about shame? And I went, I don't know. That's a strange word. Do you believe that? That's what I said. What a strange word is that? Because I think a lot of us are in that way. We don't know what we don't know. We have to name the energy that's stopping us. But if we don't know what it is, we can't stop it. So that's my job. My job is the shame, guilt, exposure. So all those negative feelings, all those, oh, I can't do that, or oh, the trauma. I'm putting a name to all those feelings and calling it shame guilt. I think that's really great because people can then look at shame guilt as separate from their personality. Oh, you're a genius. You're a genius. That's exactly (laughs) right. See, we just, we're not dumb. We're not stupid. We're not victims. We just don't have the information. Yes, I'm, I'm thinking of... A lot of people who will benefit from just hearing the word and knowing that they don't own it. They don't have to have it. They can let it go. Exactly. And that's my job is to teach people how to kick it out. But you got to know what it is to kick it out. You know, like when you're cleaning the house, you can't say all the trash go in the trash can you have to go and pick it up and put it in the trash can you got to identify what it is you're picking out and that's my job is to help people to see realize where the shame guilt is 
and how to get rid of it, which makes sense. And you gave an excellent example of like the picking up the trash. Um, I have friends and even my teenager who I say to clean his room, it, they don't because it's overwhelming. It's so messy. So it's like, okay, just go ahead and pick up the cups, the empty cups, make a sweep and pick up that. And then go back through and pick up all the tissues and go back through. And so you're identifying one thing and you're going through the whole room or the whole soul mind and identifying that one thing and getting rid of it. Exactly. And to top all that off, which is very true, like you wanted to redecorate your house or move or something, it's like <gasps> overwhelming. Shame, guilt makes you feel overwhelmed to begin with. So you get a double whammy. And a lot of people just shut down at that point. Exactly. And then their life falls apart and they don't know why. <laughs> exactly. And it's true. And here I am talking about shame, guilt. And in my 50s, what, 30, 40 years ago, I'm going, I never heard that word before. What is that word? because we weren't allowed to say that word. Wow. Times have changed. <laughs> I know, which is great. And the, the pandemic, you know, brought this out. So, you know, I'm grateful for that. Whatever, that's my story on that one. But shame, guilt only has one defect. And what's that? It dissolves in detection. What does that mean? That means when you find it, the jig is up. It can't do anything anymore. You know how the magician does things and then he teaches you how he did his trick? Uh -huh. You look at him again, you go, ah, it's a nothing. It's a piece of trick. So the chain guild is tricky. Yeah. And when you filled out the form, you had mentioned the question, uh, why is shame guilt the most dangerous condition? Can we elaborate on that? Yes, and it is. And that's why they kept it a secret. Because how else can they control you if you don't know about shame guilt? Interesting, isn't it? Yes. Especially in today's world. Okay, so we have the love energy. Everybody knows about love energy or love feelings. But it, essentially, it's an energy that, you know, you kiss somebody, you hug somebody. It's an energy you transfer from one to the other. And what does that do? It makes you feel happy. You feel confident. Yeah. You feel compassionate. Connected. Connected. You want to give. You want to help. And as someone says, um, do you think you can do this speech or you can do this? And I go, of course I can. There's no doubt in your mind that you can't do what you want to do because you have the ability to do it. And you're self-reliant to a degree and you can ask for help. I mean, it's a great, great feeling. And that all comes from love. Love has many, many feelings. Romantic love, family love, children love, you know. And then on the other side, which nobody put together, is negative energy. Of course we have negative energy. 
And that negative energy is called shame, guilt, energy. So it's the dark side. <laughs> it's the dark side. Like you said, you have to go into the darkness. Well, shame, guilt is the dark cover, but that's all it does. It covers it to make you think you don't have anything else. It's a trickster. Yes. Okay. It's, it's the blindfold. It's a blindfold. Oh, you're so smart. I hope you're writing some of this down because it's very, very good. You know, we need visual. And that's why I became a filmmaker. So shame, guilt comes to us in the words of other people to us. Also from our inner critic to us. Oh, you can't do that. You shouldn't do that. You're stupid. Go, go back home or whatever. And we've all experienced that. Yes. If that's shame, guilt, energy. That's fueling those situations. Now, when someone says to you, I love your hair. I love the way it just flows. It's very becoming. You know, all of a sudden you got a smile on your face. Why? Because it's love coming. And, and you, you're not thinking, you're just feeling. You can right. feel it. Why do you wear a stupid color like that? That doesn't work for you. Black, you know, it, 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 blah, blah, blah. You get, and then your mind goes, what did I do wrong? You know, we're so, we're so um, told to feel bad about ourselves. So it activates all the bad feelings we have about us. How did she find that out? You know, I don't, you know. So we amplify what other people say to us that are negative. It's not all their fault. It's just that we have been programmed since we're two years, one day old, to feel guilty. Yes, I, I relate to that so much because I have a uh, split dye, one side's green, the other side's purple. And my mom was like, why did you do that to your hair? And it's just her simple question, her opinion. She's allowed to hurt her opinion. But the way that it was presented, I was like, I have to justify. It tagged on to everything else. Of course, it wasn't presented in the right energy but it tagged on to what you already have been through in your life you know by five years old we're shame guilt out I mean like you know if your priest didn't do it and your mother didn't do it and the teacher didn't do it and your friends didn't do it and your enemies didn't you're still going to get it from somebody you don't know so know you've been shamed and guilted you just know that I'm coming in and say this is what happened. It happens to everybody. And this is how you get rid of it. Okay. So when the shame, guilt energy comes into us by the words that people say to us and the feeling of those words, and you yourself say it to yourself, it turns your positive emotions to negative ones. It doesn't turn one or two. It turns all your positive emotions to negative. Okay. Yeah. And I think letting go of the shame guilt allows people to be more authentically them. Of course. Of course. Shame guilt is a big blanket we throw over ourselves. And then we are, you know, hopefully we learn that we can just take this stupid black blanket off and throw it back to the universe because it's not ours to own. Right. Our compassion turns to depression, our intuition turns to anxiety. 
Wow. Our yeah. passion turns to anger. It hits all of us. All of us, our, our emotions turn to the negative. Now, some of us have uh, a sensitivity to compassion or compassion. You know, it depends on our person, which one is more affected, but it affects every emotion. It turns negative. Then it alters our brainwave pattern and we go into confusion. So I tell people, and they may want to write this down, never sign anything, never agree to anything or disagree with something when you're in confusion because you're signing a contract or you're making a judgment when you're in shame, guilt, energy. You know you're in shame, guilt when you're confused. Well, my dad had a great uh, saying. So it's not just on confusion, but emotion, because you can make inefficient decisions when you're overly excited as well. Exactly. Exactly. And your dad's right. He's exactly right. So a calm and you're business orientated. And I really respect that because I needed to learn a lot of uh, what you're teaching. Um, but when you're in a cool, calm, logical mind, you make better decisions. Mm -hmm. And from my viewpoint, shame, guilt messes that up. And from a business standpoint, that can mess it up too. So I'm trying to incorporate the whole scenario here because we need that calm focus to make the right decision. Uh, I'm not taking away intuition because a lot of times, and also myself, I just feel that, but that's different than being hysterical and angry and all the other things. So that's a very good point to bring in. So shame, guilt turns your emotions that are positive to a negative. See, every emotion, we don't have separate emotions like negative here and positive here. We have emotions and they have a positive side and a negative side. So they shift from the positive to the negative, all of them. And then your mind goes in confusion. And as you know, we live, we're energy people. We have late energy lines within us and they get distorted, meaning that your liver is not getting the right frequency or your lungs aren't getting the right frequency. You have a harder time breathing. Your heart beats differently because you're under stress. Spiritually, shame, guilt alters the frequency of you talking to um, God or uh, another dimension or a spiritual affiliation that you have or religious. What, you know, it, it doesn't matter. It's a spiritual connection you have. It's like the cell phone. There's a line on it and you can't, God can't hear you and you can't hear God. Can you hear me now, God? <laughs> so. And I've worked with some very spiritual people who like, oh, I don't really imagine guilt stuff. So well, let's just have a fun. Let's just see. So we do a little session. And then they call me the next day and go, oh, my goodness, Lois, I got the best advice I ever needed. You're right. Shame, guilt does affect it. So shame, guilt is the most dangerous condition put upon humanity. Yes, it, it's like, it's the blanket, the blindfold, but it's also the sponge that we like take in everything that is said to us as if it matters more than it actually does. 
Now, everything matters, but the fact that we are that way, we really have to know about Shengyo energy. Mm-hmm. And what I do is I help people identify how do you feel when someone says a remark like that? Oh, I feel not not good enough, feel terrible. So what you do first, you identify, say, oh, that's that shame, guilt stuff. No. You say no. Now, does it all go away? No, it doesn't. But at least you made the standpoint that no, I don't accept that. At least it's a mind thing. It doesn't go all the way through your soul and your heart and your body. But at least it's a beginning. And how do you begin with step one? No, just no. How do you do? No, it's just a no. You can do it in any language you like, but no. <laughs> Shame, guilt can make people sick. Like stress. Of course it does. That just changes the meridians in your body. So mm-hmm. it changes your physicality, makes you more ill. It changes your emotions to negative. You're too stupid to do anything. Put your mind in confusion so you can't really strategize what is best for you. And it doesn't help you talking to God or your religious or, you know, whatever dimension, you know, everyone has their own way. And shame, guilt will find its way, though. (laughs) So it affects everything. It's the common enemy. (laughs) Yes, it is our enemy. Now, shame, guilt, energy was placed upon humanity and they keep it upon humanity to make us stupid, make us victims. And therefore we are easy prey. And everyone will agree with that one. When you're in the shame guilt thing, you don't, you you don't do very well. Yeah. So what is one thing that the audience can take away with? Okay. The first thing is you say, no, no. And it doesn't have to be, well, it wasn't really, everybody has their own experience of not being good enough. So whatever that is, you just say no. And that's why I don't have like a a process because everybody is unique. So you just say no to that damaging words that someone said to you. And then what else are you feeling? Well, I feel really down, depressed. Okay. Say, hi, depression, how are you? So we learn to talk to our emotions. You know how you talk with the inner child? Mm -hmm. We talk with our emotions, and that's how I healed. And I made a film on out of discord into harmony. I teach people how to talk to their emotions. And then you make friends with your emotions. Not shame, guilt. Shame, guilt gets kicked out. We talk to our emotions. And the next thing is to make friends with your inner critic. Now people say, How do I do that? Well, did you ever hear in your head, you can't do that or don't do that or you shouldn't do this or you should wear a different color? Yes. What you say then is who's talking and saying, shut up, shut up. Say who's talking because if I have to make friends with you and right now we're enemies, I got to talk to you, right? Mm -hmm. That's how we become friends if we're enemies to begin with because a shame, guilt, critic is your enemy right now. But it's interesting because he is your best friend or she. He's just taught the normal way of life. And now what is the normal way of life? Shame, guilt you to making you do the right thing. So we have to, I teach you, then you teach your inner critic. 
See, your inner critic is your shame, guilt producer. That's his job job. He's your mother or your father, your aunt or whoever abused you in your childhood. That's who your inner critic is. And it's just some um, record because nobody taught him anything else. So I say, my inner critic calls himself King. Very nice. And I said to King, you're living in 1950. I'm in 2023. Can you come into my timeline? I'm an adult now. See, he thinks you're still a kid. So it's very logical how to talk with your inner critic. And right now, my inner critic goes around the world finding me podcast host because he doesn't have to babysit me 24 hours a day because he knows that I have a good mind and I don't do the shame guilt host. So your inner critic is your best friend. You can tap and do all this. That doesn't mean anything. You don't want to kick your inner critic out because you can't. You can't cut your arm off, cut your head off. Your inner critic is part of you. And so you make friends with him or her. What you can do is like you and me, what kind of ice cream you like, what kind of spaghetti you like. You know, it's it's a very natural um, process. It isn't like a therapy type thing. This is a do it. I don't teach therapists because that's in another realm. I teach people like you and me how to heal themselves. You see inside yourself the times when you're four and five and the shame guilt summon again. You just take it and you throw it away because it's not of you. It's shame guilt is a leech. It sucks your energy. So when you get rid of the shame guilt, you get the power back. So letting go of what no longer serves you. Right. And the shame guilt is a fake, but it keeps you in fear. So you think it's much bigger and it's just a little piece of nothing. Thank you so much for your time, Lois. I really appreciate you coming on the Mindset Mantra podcast. Well, thank you for having me. And I hope people can go to my website, loishollis.com. And I have my films there and they're free to see and sign up for my newsletter so you can learn about the shame guilt monster that comes upon us through the voices of other people. And I also give private sessions when, you know, that's needed. So thank you so much for this opportunity. And shame guilt is not mine to own or to give. Shame guilt is not mine to own or to give. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Mindset Mantra, where I strive to provide you with the tools and insights to develop a growth mindset and achieve your goals. If you want to learn more about the topics discussed on the show, head to my website where you can find my blog filled with valuable resources and articles. If you're looking for personalized support to guide you through your own transformation journey, consider booking a one-on-one coaching session with me link in the bio. Together we can identify your strengths and weaknesses, set actionable goals, and develop a plan to help you overcome any obstacles that may come your way. Lastly, if you want to support the show and gain access to exclusive content, check out my Patreon page. Link in bio as well. Your contributions will help me continue to create meaningful content and bring on incredible guests. Thank you again for listening to Mindset Mantra, and don't forget to subscribe and leave a review if you enjoyed the show. Cheers!